At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote what does every grocery store aisle now have in common Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. One of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number two. Where did hour number one go? It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. We're proud to have them aboard as well. Skill Alexander, Jeff Parlay, producer number five, producer number eight, is here as well. Also, the host of Bet Center on the weekends here at Visa. Where again, he uses the name Jeff Parles. Curious. Parlay, how you doing, man? You good? I'm good. I'm, I'm just taking it all in today. <laughs> it's I'm taking it all in today. The difference between doing a show during the football season and a show like in July is just best exemplified by a day like this. Uh, I have a tennis pick. Let me give that first. I have, I, my, my tennis embargo is lifted just because I'm so angry at that game last night. Make it a... It, by the way, I made this bet last night. It's not an angry tennis bet, but I just decided, you know what, because I spent a, spent a segment ranting. Let's give something back. Uh, I am on, and this should take place in about 15, 30 minutes. You know how tennis matches go, but it, it's, it's at least 15 minutes away. And I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. This is in Linz, Australia. I am taking Xinyu Wang, that is X-I-N-Y-U, X-I-N-Y-U, Wang, W-A-N-G, and I don't know if you say Zinyu Wong or you say Wong Zinyu, so forgive me for the cultural uh, blind spot there with that. But I am taking her. I took her last night at plus 200. This actually went against me. It's at plus 218 roughly now against our girl Emma Raducanu, the number one seed in this tournament. Uh, the numbers do not suggest 
that Wong should be. Zin Yu Wong should be a dog of this sort. And I'm all over her in this match. And I just want to apologize to Emma Raducanu and her entire family and her entire team because that was our girl during the U.S. Open who we won with time and time again. <laughs> and she wrote us to glory. And now we have the audacity to go against her here in uh, the always poorly lit indoor courts of the indoor swing of the tennis tournament. You noted that as well, Jeff, because you're not a tennis guy, but I guess part of doing this show is you've gotten into it a little bit. Can you imagine how darkly lit these these tennis courts are indoors around Europe? What's the deal with that? I don't know. I, I, I'm fascinated by the fact that these courts have worse lighting than the local JCC. <laughs> it's just Which unbelievable. they really do. <laughs> it's like, I, I think the ball's coming to me. Anyway, we're on, we're on Wong today. It's north of $2 against our girl, Emma Raducanu, who is a vision. That was very Jeff Goldblum of me. You are a vision, uh, but we're going to get, we're, we're fading Raducanu. Yeah, we are. That's about 15, 30 minutes from now. Uh, yesterday, the interminable baseball awards schedule began after the interminable 162-game baseball season and a ridiculously long postseason where everybody was already kind of checked out by the World Series. But they gave the three finalists in all of the major categories, AL and NL yesterday, in case you missed it, uh, American League Jackie Robinson, Rookie of the Year, Randy Arosarena and Vonder Franco from the Tampa Bay Rays, and Luis Garcia of the Astros. Surprised by any of that? Mount Castle from the Orioles not being in there? Surprise you? No? I, I mean, I forget the person that Jason Weingarten kept comparing Ryan Mountcastle to, so I oh, think it's not a... Pete Incavilia. Okay, there you go. So <laughs> I, I don't think it's a problem that we had the two Rays and Garcia get no, in there. No, I, I think he was comparing a Dallas Garcia to Pete, Pete oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, what a, what a fall for a Dallas Garcia who went from almost a sheer lock in the middle of June to not even in the top three. Great first half. Mess second half. National League Jackie Robinson, Rookie of the Year. Dylan Carlson, Jonathan India, and Trevor Rogers. Jonathan India of the Reds, a lock to win that. American League Manager of the Year. This is something we never really talked about that much because I don't know how many betting markets were available on this. But American League, Scott Service of the uh, Seattle Mariners. Dusty Baker of the Astros. Kevin Cash of the Rays. No idea. Uh, service you'll win. Do you think some book ought to repost these now that we know the three? 100% yes. Put them up, man. Let people re-bet these. Yeah, 100%. I don't know who I was talking to when I said put them up, man, but you understand. National League Manager of the Year, Mike Schilt of the Cardinals, no longer with the team. Hey, congratulations, Mike Schilt. You're a finalist for Manager of the Year. See ya. Gabe Kapler, San Francisco Giants, Craig Council, Milwaukee Brewers. Gabe Kapler, it's yours. Kapler unanimous, even though uh, Mike Schilt would uh, be uh, would be just like Dwayne Casey when he got canned in That's one right. coach of the year. Congratulations, Dwayne Casey. Bye-bye. American League Cy Young, no surprise. Garrett Cole, Robbie Ray, Lance Lynn. National League Cy, Zach Wheeler, Corbin Burns, Max Scherzer. Poor Jacob DeGrom. He would have won this going away if he'd stayed healthy. And then the coup de gras, American League MVP, Shohei Otani, Marcus Simeon, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. You know how sometimes you have a winning ticket at a sports book, but they haven't posted it on the board yet, Jeff? And you have the winning ticket, you're just waiting them for the post so you can walk up and get cash? That's thousands of people with Shohei Otani AL MVP tickets just waiting for it to post. MVP not till Thursday the 18th. God, come on, man. And then National League MVP, the one we were all waiting for, Bryce Harper, Fernando Tatis Jr., and yes, Juan Soto, everybody. Oh, if Juan Soto wins that, I will forget about Survivor in a second. 
It's a shame Brandon Crawford didn't sneak in in front of Tatis. Yeah. Anyway, book should book should repost this now that you just have three candidates. Obviously, you're not going to get the big bang for your buck, but people would bet it. Promise you. Promise. By the way, if it doesn't happen, don't come running to me. All right, then NFL Week Ten, Jeff. What do you like? What do you think you'll suggest to Wes Reynolds in your Stealth Alliance Weekend Warriors in the Circa Millions contest? Yeah, I'm against our guy Drew Dinsick, as I said yesterday. Uh, I understand Drew's reasoning that this feels like the bottom of the market for Kansas City, but my take is this is the bottom of the market for Kansas City until next week, uh, because this is just look, this Gil, we have we've now seen enough games from this Kansas City offense that they're completely broken. And Patrick Mahomes, I don't know what's wrong with wrong with him, but he's a shell of what he was the previous two, three years. And the Raiders, look, I, it is a really bad situation over there right now. But that team matched up well with Kansas City last year when the Chiefs' offense was still good. I, you think Kansas City's capable of scoring more than 17 in this game, Gil? If people heard guessing lines yesterday. They know how I feel about this game. This line, I thought the Raiders would be favored by two and a half. I'm, I'm with you. I, I just, I absolutely don't get it. I, I understand the Raiders off the field stuff, but I've seen the Chiefs on the field stuff. That's all I need to know. I love the, I love the Raiders. I love the Titans at their given lines. Titans three-point favorites against New Orleans. What do you like besides the Raiders? Not much else right now. That's it. I, okay. Look, it's. I want to see where the Green Bay-Seattle number settles because. That assumes, it, it does look like it assumes Russell Wilson versus now I'm not so sure if it assumes Aaron Rodgers. Right. I, look, Russell Wilson, I think we can pretty confidently say he's going to play, barring a, a, a mishap during practice this week. Seattle is that that matchup has always been funky throughout throughout the existence of Rodgers and Wilson being there. Uh, really, Green Bay has outplayed them more times than not. But do you just take a piece of Seattle and and see if Rodgers is unable to play on Sunday, and then you have you're getting points with Russell Wilson against Jordan Love? Do you take a shot on that early in the week? Mm. I don't know. That That's really the only other one. I'm curious to see where that market settles. Uh, but, look, the rest of this card is tough. Maybe it's a solid buy-low spot on Dallas after uh, blowing that game to Denver in that fashion. You, yeah, still favored by 10. I, I know, but yeah. that probably would have been, if Atlanta had lost and Dallas had handled their business, probably looking at 12, A lot of big 13. spreads. A lot of big spreads over seven. Baltimore at Miami Thursday. Tampa Bay at Washington is nine and a half. Pittsburgh, nine over Detroit. Dallas, 9 or 10, depending on where you see it right now, hosting Atlanta. Buffalo, 12 and a half, 13. Watch them beat the Jets by a billion just to mess with those, those of us who had the Bills and Survivor. Indianapolis, 10 and a half, hosting Jacksonville. Denver, oh, pardon me, not Denver. Arizona, 10-point favorites, hosting Carolina. I mean, there's tons of them. Uh, teaser leg, my favorite teaser legs, two-team, two six-point teaser legs. Baltimore and Las Vegas. Ravens, Raiders. Yeah, I agree with you. Now that Cleveland is now down to uh, now that you're not getting through the seven anymore with a consensus one on New England, I agree with that. Uh, Ravens down to uh, one and a half, and Raiders up to eight and a half. I'll agree with that. All right, and Survivor, even though I am now out, I won't talk about it as much, but I will give a two cents uh, periodically on this. Had the Bills gotten through, I would have taken either Baltimore or Pittsburgh this coming week, and after seeing Pittsburgh last night. I think I'm probably taking the Ravens on Thursday night. 
that would be my next pick in Survivor because I've used Tampa. I'm saving Arizona. Just talking about the other ones. I'm saving Dallas, Arizona for Christmas, Dallas for Thanksgiving. That's why I took Buffalo because I'm like, I don't think Buffalo's any good. Boy, did they prove me right sooner than I wanted them to. So I was going to let people die with Buffalo on Thanksgiving. So I'm saving Dallas. I'm saving Arizona. And I think I cut, did I dress? Oh, and I used Indianapolis too, in addition to Tampa Bay. And so, yeah, I was left with Baltimore. I'd be left with Baltimore and Pittsburgh. And after that last night, I'm, I would take Baltimore. But other people have other teams available. The you have left, I think the most solid is Tampa. The only problem is you'll probably want to save them because they have a bunch of division games down the stretch. And Carolina looks like that is a complete nosedive situation there. So I just want to say this. Last, so last year I had the Rams with Jared Goff, Week 15. They lose as a 17-point favorite at home to the Jets. No regrets. That was always the team I was going to take that week. There's nothing you could do about it. This week, losing on the Bills, uh, I, was, uh, I had used the Indianapolis Colts. I had used the Kansas City Chiefs. So it really came down to I didn't trust New Orleans. They lost. Um... Once Terod Taylor was announced for Houston, I was never going to take Miami. And then it came down to Baltimore or Pittsburgh in addition to the Buffalo Bills because I was going to save Dallas for Thanksgiving. And in the end, I think I was right not to trust either Baltimore or Pittsburgh. They both won by miracle. They really did. Baltimore down 14 in the second half. Minnesota can't close anything. And then yesterday's absolute shenanigans which we covered, I think, pretty intensely in the first segment. We'll come back. College football with Pete Futak. I'll try not to go off on him this week. And then college basketball, Jim Root and Greg Peterson from the Greg Peterson Experience, the first night of college hoops. We'll do it on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. We have a new prop tracker now available on VSIN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to VSIN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at VSIN.com slash NFL. We get tweets at beating the book. Always appreciate the uh, feedback. Uh, this is from do 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 do. Oh, babyface assassin. LFG with a tennis pick. Yes, sir. Nothing charges people up more than tennis picks on this show. Uh, Mark Geiger. Thunderball is bad, but Moonraker with the Jaws love scene, <laughs> love scenes in space is utter nonsense. I forgot that Jaws had love scenes in space in that. Oh man, that's phenomenal. Uh, let's see here. Do 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 do. The better life. Quote, was that the appropriate amount of outrage? Gil was on one this morning. That I was. Doug Wedge, Zinyu Wang, the tennis play today. Plus 205, jump on it. People going nuts. People saying sorry, Emma, as well. Yeah, we should apologize to Emma. We love Emma, but sorry, not today. Um, yes. On and on. We appreciate all the feedback. I could read them all. Let's talk some college football, though, because we haven't done that yet this week. Ladies and gentlemen, from collegefootballnews.com, the treasure trove of college football content. It's the great Peter Futek. How you doing, Pete? That's uh, the great sum. So what's your outrage today? What's the, what's got your goat up? You see the NFL game last night, man? You see that? I sure did. It's uh, officiating. Is that your issue here? Is that the... I am. I am. And I started the show by saying this because I want to be clear. I hate when people say, oh, games are fixed oh, or there should be an investigation. Like, I hate that stuff. Yeah. But last night, and Captain Jack had a that tweet about this. It was like if somebody wrote it out and all I had to do was press send, <laughs> I might have pressed the send button. That was a horrible look for the league last night. Horrible. It was, and you can't. Like I, I am absolutely with you. I'm, I'm under the belief that, look, bad call, you get over it. There's a million other plays, a million other crazy things can happen. Uh, you don't complain about officials. But, you know, there, there are chances there. The Bears screwed that up by themselves, but certainly doesn't help when you have all those bad calls at really inopportune times. And to, to take this to college football, you know, look at what Jim Harbaugh is saying that, you know, he's that the Big Ten basically said, yeah, the officials kind of jobbed the Wolverines yeah. in that Michigan State game a couple, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, which my answer is great. Now stop Kenneth Walker. Uh, but if, you know, you're not getting that pass interference call in your last chance fourth down play that kind of affects the outcome but now it comes to posturing because you know, here's the professional move to bring this into the now uh you want to tell the college football playoff committee hey look college football playoff committee 
give us a little bit of a break here, Michigan, because we kind of got jobbed by the officials. So a well, lot of politicking going on one side. And of course, last night was really bad. That's a great point, actually. That's actually a very good point. Like that should affect, in theory, what the college football playoff ranking committee ought to uh, ought to do in the end. You know, oh, they well, did get jobbed. Let's let's factor that in. A little bit. And look, every little, little thing counts. And the, the nice part about this is that the first round, at least the problem is where there's no transparency here. It's ridiculous that we don't have like this camera in the room, you know, just being able to watch, you know, what these what the arguments are. Because it actually would be kind of fascinating uh, to hear the debates and how this is all going, where they're putting this all together pretty much as we speak. Uh, but the head of the committee, Gary Barra, came out last week and he was pretty good. He, he was pretty transparent and why this ranking, this ranking, this ranking, and stuff like Vegas flat out said, Cincinnati, you got to play better. You can't be that bad against Tulane and Navy. And now this week uh, after the Tulsa thing, same sort of thing. They're analyzing every little aspect of this. And it's not just who'd you be and all that. It's, you know, is your starting quarterback healthy? Are you trending up? And all there's all sorts of factors that go into this. And if you can explain away a loss, it makes you look that much better. So when they are literally comparing A to B to C, that might be one little thing that tilts the scales a little bit. Alabama looked bad. Cincinnati looked bad. Michigan State lost. Uh, you know, Wake lost. I was really hoping for Wake to win because I wanted Wake to be a They're thing. They're fun. They are well, fun. Well, here's the thing. Crazy, crazy part about this, though, that wasn't an ACC game. Right. That was It, it was a quirky little yeah. thing in that that – that now they're still in control of things. I still think they lose to Clemson and NC State, and I think they get bounced out. But, you know, when, when it comes to at least getting to the ACC championship, they're still on track here. All right, let me – I want to get to your pick. So let me let, – real quick on these coaches. Just let's do rapid fire on coaches. One, Nebraska – we're doing primetime action last night. Nebraska re-signed Scott Frost. What? I kind of get it. I, I don't believe I am not a keep the coach guy. I like whatever, you know, go start over. I do give a few breaks to a few guys. And I was on the, you know what, this Scott Frost thing isn't working uh, early on. But to see them game in and game out this year, and I know you are what your record is, but they were there with Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State. It was close loss after close loss after close loss. It seems like. This thing needs a tweak more than a complete overhaul. So I get maybe one more shot because if you're bringing in a new coach, you're just completely, you're saying, okay, we're out of this for another three years where I think again, in a big 10 West, just a little tweak and it comes with the coaching. They need more talent that need to be better, but they're closer than I think that three and seven record might indicate. Pete, Pete I've already used my outrage for one show. I, I, I don't I'm have not, any I'm left. Not gonna, I'm not going to go against <laughs> you. I'm not arguing against it. I'm saying I, 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 eh, but I get it to a little bit as opposed to some other coaches, maybe. Um, Dan Mullen, this is the bottom. We, they, this has to end, right? At Florida? I, well, here's my thing. Gosh, you're making me do this twice. So now he can't coach? Like, his team pushed the, an all-timer of an Alabama in the SEC championship last year. This was supposed to be a rebuilding season. But it goes to the point, you can never ever ever lose in the sec you just you can't and this is why the argument well what's the better job lsu or usc well they're both crazy but usc because lsu you can't lose you know sec you can't lose dan mullen's still a great coach he's still got this florida program on the right track to where it was when he took it over he's still going to recruit fine they're still going to be good it's a it's a you lost a game 
but lost badly. But yeah, this has gone bad for so far, but you can't do that without being on an instant hot seat. Never want to everyone wanting to get rid of you when less than a year ago, he had a great team with a high octane offense that lost everybody. Can we agree on David Shaw? Can we agree on David Shaw? No, that's a hard one. It's got, it got to be time, right? I mean, you want to talk about yeah, yeah, a guy who can fall up. I mean, he's always been the coach. You think, okay, he's going to go to the NFL you because know, it gets lost how year after year after year Stanford was crazy good. I mean, every year there were nine or ten wins in the Pac-12 title hunt. This is now, what, three years and counting now where this just hasn't worked? I think that we're pretty close on David Shaw, yeah. All right, let's try to get to I, – I knew we could finally get to one. Let's, let's try to do these quickly because I want to get through as many as we can. Go. Penn State, Michigan. Penn State – Michigan. What's that? I don't believe in, Mich- in Penn State. I'm Michigan, yes. I do think this Michigan State – or Michigan – this Michigan team is better than it looked uh, last week. It, it got lost in the, the, uh, the wash here, but they actually kind of dominated Michigan State in a lot of ways. I think Michigan comes in and takes care of business. All right. That's a very closely lined game. See Penn State, uh, slightest favorite right now. Uh, Wake Forest, North Carolina State. Speaking of Wake. I'm a believer in North Carolina State. You know, I, I think that it's either them or Clemson that ends up getting into the ACC championship. I think Wake loses its last few games coming up. But you're right. I love this Wake Forest team. NC State, I've been on them all year. Uh, they're really terrific. I think they pulled this off. But another shootout. Wake, very slight favorite. 66 and a half is what uh, I saw last year on this game. Texas A&M, Ole Miss. Speaking of closely lined games. Who controls the things better? Look, Ole Miss is not going to care much about the top position battle. Texas uh, A&M knows how to grind it out. I like the Aggies. I like the Aggies to win out and get in the New Year Six. And Texas A&M, by the way, two-loss team. They don't control their own destiny, but if Alabama loses to Auburn or something, then all of a sudden Texas A&M, if they win out, that means they'll have beaten Alabama, they'll have beaten Georgia, and if, if Alabama loses a game, and I think a two-loss Texas A&M team gets in if they have this resume, but I think Texas A&M wins this week. What do you like best this week? If you're going to give me 51.5 points walking into the stadium, Gil Alexander, I don't care who I'm going <laughs> against. It is my own personal rule in college football. If it's a line of 50 or over, you take it. If it doesn't work, tip your hat, move on. Too many things have to go right for Alabama to win 58, 1.5 points to a New Mexico State team that can throw. So the thing about that is they, Alabama's going to be up 48 nothing, but New Mexico State might get a late point or two. Again, that's a lot of points. Long-winded way of saying if I'm getting 51.5, I say thank you, you take it, and you see what happens. Give me New Mexico State minus 50, or plus the 51.5. Give me one more. Ah, I, Michigan was kind of my other one, but okay. I'm going to go tonight. If Tuesday night Mac games are all weird, and like they said last week to you that I get all these wrong, so take this with a grain of salt. And I said Ohio anyway, and they ended up winning outright. I kind of don't think Buffalo's good. If you think Miami, it's deep, really deep cuts here, but if you think Miami University can run it all, which usually it can't, I think that seven and a half might hit for them. I don't think Buffalo is able to hold up, but this is going to be a a bit of a shootout because Buffalo's defense is absolutely awful. I'm actually with you on that game. Last thing I lied, 15 seconds. Pittsburgh, Carolina, Thursday night. Pickett, Howell. Pittsburgh by six, I believe. What do you got? Uh, uh, that's a lot to give away to North Carolina. I like Pitt overall, but that's too many points, so take North Carolina in the points. Peter, thank you, sir. I always appreciate it. There you go. At Pete Futak, F-I-U-T-A-K on Twitter. Collegefootballnews.com. 
where he plies his trade. College basketball next. Jim Root from Three Man Weave in studio. Greg Peterson via Skype. We'll do it next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. With college basketball starting this week, now's the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide for only $10. 10 United States dollars. This year's guide is everything you need to bet on the games all season long, including odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis for every team. Our team of experts, including Greg Hoops Peterson, Matt Humans, and Tim Murray, provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and player awards. Sign up today and get your copy for only $9.99. That's $9.99. Oh, I lied before. I said $10. It's $9.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. Sometimes you read these and they'll make a liar out of you. Skill Alexander, ladies and gentlemen, college basketball is upon us. And to, uh, to talk it through in studio... One of the three-man weave crew, the one who lives in Vegas, is Jim Root. How you doing, Jim? I'm great. Happy to be here. Yeah, I don't know why the other two haven't made the the trek to the desert, uh, but I get to be the lucky one that's out here in person. We sussed it out off air why they, they haven't made it. They have other reasons. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're good reasons, but no, they exist, I guess. Don't know if they're good. Yeah. And by the way, through the magic of Skype, we have the host of the Greg Peterson Experience heard here on the network uh, at VEASAN. It's Greg Peterson. How you doing, Greg? I am doing terrific, Gil. It is finally back. We've been prepping for this for seven months, so it is a great day. It is a great day. Lots of college basketball. And so, the, the, first of all, let me just start with what I find so amusing about the first day of college basketball. Is you'll go around and you'll ask experts like yourselves about college basketball, and I'll be like, hey, do you, do you dive right in? Uh, or, you know, or do you wait a while? And a lot of people, like a high percentage of people go, yeah, you know, I wait to see what's happening. It's just not going to be the, and then I'll be like, so you got some picks? And they're like, yeah, I have like 25 picks coming. <laughs> Is that generally the case? I'm not very patient. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I like to think that our advantage is, is bigger early because of all the research we've done in the offseason. So I try to attack the board right away. I mean, I know Greg has his own unique yes. spray the board approach. I wouldn't say I'm quite to that extent, but I definitely uh, I try to get the bets in early and see where that goes from there. He sprays the board. Yeah. Uh, Greg, you do. You, you have no compunction starting from day one going crazy, huh? Oh, absolutely. It's one of these cases in which I think that there's the most volatility when it comes to early on in the season because – if you are right with your evaluations, it is the best time to be able to profit off of it. If you are wrong, then you wind up taking your lumps early on in the season. I've had both happen to me in the last four years, but it's one of those things in which you trust your numbers, you go in with it, and you know what? If you wind up having some things not go your way the first few days, first few weeks, you make adjustments, you find a way to get to the window from there. Okay, but I'm glad Greg br brings this up because... And this has to do with, in case you, I don't know if you heard it or not. Yep. Oh, you did. Okay. Yep. The, the, you know, because this applies to other sports, too, in handicapping. I have had baseball seasons, right, where, oh, the priors were dead on. And then you have seasons where you're like, oh, my God, I couldn't have been more wrong about so much of this. And so it is incumbent upon you as a handicapper of any sport to have the humility to accept that sooner than later. Oh, yeah. If, so how, how often has that happened to you? And when, and when do you come to terms with something? When is, when is a sample size enough? The fun part is with 358 teams, right. I can be stubborn on a lot. And, you know, maybe they'll revert back to my expectations on a couple. But usually after a couple weeks, if there are very clear indicators that I'm wrong on a team, I'll, I'll, I'll shrug and say, you know what? I airballed this one. But <laughs> the priors this year are so weird because last year's COVID season 
was so different. I mean, there's a couple conferences that barely got to play games. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, do I really take anything away from a Patriot team that played nine games last year? Like that prior is almost thrown out the window. So trying to figure out how much to weight that, if at all, versus really just what I'm looking at with this season, what's what they have on the roster this year. That's been a tough balance this year just because last year was so different. Transfer portal issues as well. Oh, there's certainly plenty of those, but we yeah. like those. I like player you movement. You like that. That's good. So, okay, so the, the mainstream media headline coming into this season, again, we'll do this as a 101 for those who listen to the show who aren't necessarily college basketball people first or college basketball handicappers first, but the mainstream media headlines would be, all right, Kentucky coming off this aberrational, horrible season, Shashevsky's last year as coach at Duke, will that cause anything with officiating? Who knows? Seems to be the theme of the show today. And uh, Hubert Davis, first year as head coach at the University of North Carolina, replacing Roy Williams. Um, you seized on something, though, that I want to get at. So Gonzaga won, oh, excuse me, yeah, Baylor won the title last year, beating Gonzaga in the finals. What team or teams, we'll start with you, Jim, have the most... Uh, significant group of returning players? Uh, the mid-majors, I would say, to be honest. Uh, th there's been a lot of transfer movement at the power conference level, and even some at the mid-major level, but they also have the advantage of super seniors. Yeah, sure. At the power conference level, you see that with like Villanova and Colin Gillespie, Brad Davison at Wisconsin, but it's way more prevalent down at the mid-major level. I'm sure Greg will back me up on this. There's a lot of teams that bring back like 100% of their points. Can you give me a name or names of a uh, couple teams? Southern Utah brings back a ton. Montana State, there's a couple big sky teams. Uh, a lot of teams in the Sun Belt. Georgia State's another one. Uh, that just basically are, are kind of shrugging it last year and saying, let's run it back. Like, I was a senior, but I barely got to play, or the, the schedule's interrupted. So there's a lot back at the mid-major level, and I'm curious if early on that tilts the scales towards the mid-majors and the dogs just because of that continuity. Greg, what team's for you? Yep, I'm right there with Jim, but you take a look at a couple of Atlantic 10 teams. How about St. Bonaventure and Richmond? They wind up bringing back darn near everyone. I think with Richmond, they wind up losing one guy from last year, but there's so many of these mid-major teams that they are bringing back darn near everyone, and it's because of that extra COVID year that a lot of these guys that they were seniors last year, they were a little bit disgruntled. They wound up having their 2020 season taken away with the NCAA tournament, and they decide, you know what? We weren't able to make the NCAA tournament last year. Last year was a wonky year. I'm going to come back rather than winding up going to like the G League rather than going to overseas, something like this. And we've got to keep in mind, a lot of these guys want to coming back because of name image likeness as well, because they're still able to right. make a little bit of money rather than deciding to go pro, having no idea what the heck is going to be going on. You still get your room and board. So that had a little bit of an impact as well. Greg Peterson, host of the Greg Peterson Experience here at VEASAN, greatest name for any show here on the network. Uh, Greg, what did you in that in the in our college basketball betting guide? I don't want to give away everything, but as much as you want to tell here, what did you end up betting futures wise? I didn't wind up taking any futures. I am going game by game. Really, so it's one of these things which I don't need to give away anything because I'm just going to be looking at everything from the first game that we're going to be going with with Alcorn State versus Washington State, and the big reason why is because. When it comes to the NCAA tournament, it's all about matchups. And when you wind up getting these matchups as well, you can do something in the NCAA tournament. I am a big believer of this. When it comes to baseball as well, if you wind up doing this with the Atlanta Braves, you want to make it a bunch of money rather than taking them pre-flop. And that's what's called a rolling parlay or the rollover approach in which you wind up just putting down one money line unit on a team that you think is going to win the NCAA tournament. Say it's Gonzaga, say it's 
Duke, Kentucky, list goes on and on. You bet them on the money line. First game of the NCAA tournament, they advance. You wind up taking that one unit plus your winnings, and you just keep rolling it over and rolling it over because you never know what you're going to get when it comes to the futures market. Wrong guy winds up getting hurt. You're able to walk away from the table with your winnings. You're not locked in on that futures bet where you need to wind up having to hedge a bunch of times to try to be able to break even. You don't wind up having a case like, Auburn betters wound up having a few years ago where Chumo KK winds up getting hurt and you're stuck with that ticket. So I'm someone that I didn't wind up firing on any futures. I'm just going to be going at this game by game. Uh, Jim, same question. Doesn't have to be for the whole deal, but also conferences, nothing for you. Oh, features? I have too many, oh, I would say. Oh, I, provide. <laughs> conferences, I, I, I have just too large of a list. Okay. Even. Um, some of the ones over at stations and uh, even a, a couple out-of-state places, uh, I just thought there was really good value, especially in the way the ones that got put out there early. I don't think totally factored in all the super seniors, especially in the mid-major leagues. So uh, a couple of the bigger ones, I have Wagner, big, I have Belmont, Iona. Uh, I just think those are, whether they're the favorite or not, I, there's pretty solid value in some of those mid-majors. Uh, national title futures, I have a few as well that I hit right after the national championship last year. A little bit speculative. Some worked out, some did not. Uh, but I definitely hit the market a little more than Greg did. So Wagner, Belmont, what was the third in conference? Uh, Iona in the Iona. Metro Atlantic. Metro Atlantic, okay. Um, what were some of the some of the ones to win it all? Uh, a couple of the good ones, ones that worked out well, Gonzaga 10 to 1 right off the bat, and Texas 50 to 1. Both of those have, have very Dropped. positive value now. Yeah. Uh, but I also took Alabama 25 to 1 there, I think 30, 35 to 1 in places. Um, and another one, I, I, Virginia Tech, I took early, and they ended up losing Tyrese Radford, and so that value got worse. So it was a little bit of a mixed bag, but I'm, I'm relatively happy with where I ended up on the portfolio. How much of the Texas 50-1 to 1 was all Chris Beard? Oh, 100%. They, they didn't have any of the transfers yet. I was just like, Chris Beard with those resources, Yes, he should never be 50-1. to 1. I don't think we'll ever see Texas 50-1 to 1 again with Chris Beard in charge. So we don't see any of the ones you picked here on this screen here. Let's go back to the other one if we could here. Just want to see what their current prices are here, courtesy of BetMGM. Uh, there is Texas at 14 to 1. Would you bet it at 14 to 1 or not so much? I'd probably leave it alone at 14. Yeah. Uh, there's still some questions about the way that that team is going to come together because there are so many disparate pieces, but uh, it's very talented. What about Bama at 20 to 1? Um, I'd probably leave that one, too. I, I, they, they get some injury concerns in the preseason. They lost Namari Burnett to a torn ACL. Uh, so I, I just want to wait and see a little bit on them as well. All right. So Wagner, Belmont, Iona to win their respective conferences. He has better numbers, Jim does, at Gonzaga, uh, for Gonzaga, Texas, Bama, and Vatek to win it all. But a college basketball season is a... Uh, is a roller coaster, so those numbers might come back at some point. Absolutely. Don't have to, you don't get extra points for doing them pre flop. We'll come back. Uh, anything else from Jim Season Long and today's bets from both Greg and Jim next. Numbers Game, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king, <clears throat> pardon me, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you with a special offer on college basketball. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy college hoops like never before with BetMGM all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in the game you wager on. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Skill Alexander. Jim Root from 3-Man Weave is with us at 3MW underscore CBB. Nailed it. Oh, nailed it. That's where you can find uh, his work, Matty Cox. And, uh, of course, Kai as well. What's Kai's McKeon? Yeah. his last name? Yeah. Yep. yep. There you go. Jim Root, Matt Cox, Kai McKeon. Three-man weave. For those of us who uh, played basketball at different levels, the three-man weave, one of the strangest drills you'll ever participate in in your Yeah, life. not really useful in a game. Don't really think. I was like, hey, let's run the weave. <laughs> it doesn't really apply. Somehow they, they thought it did back in the day. Uh, Greg Peterson, host of the Greg Peterson Experience, also uh, with us via Skype. Um, let's just review real quick, Jim, because you gave us a bunch of uh, futures plays and people are going to wonder. So you, the three conference futures you did, you did Wagner in the Northeast at 50-1. to 1. That is no longer available. It is not. Not even close. 3-1, to 1, probably still Decent-ish. I mean, they're they're a toss-up between a, them and Bryant. Who put up a fifty to one? Can I can I say it? it was on it was on Barstool. 
Oh, so, drove over to Arizona, I, I got it in. I asked. <laughs> uh, Belmont plus 175 in the Ohio Valley. Is that around there now? I think uh, Jeff was saying it was a plus 125 or so now. I, I, I still think they're going to win still that league, so I would still take it. And Iona, you got it minus 125 in the Metro Atlantic. That is also right around there, yes? Believe so. Yeah, I think right around there. And I, I just don't think there's a lot of competition for them in that conference. Okay. And, and then the futures plays to win it all. Again, none of these numbers exactly where they are now. Gonzaga 10 to 1, Texas 50 to 1, Bama 35 to 1, and Vatek at 70 to 1. But here is the thing with college basketball that I, that I want to point out. We always say, you know, baseball is a great example. You won't get the Dodgers at the best price before the season, but if they happen to have a swoon, let's just say at the beginning of the season, then you can jump in and get a much better price. There is no extra points for doing it before the season starts. It sounds great to people, right? It sounds super sexy. Wow, we called it in, you know, whenever, in March in baseball. But... In college basketball, I think it's the sport that goes the deepest into the season where you can still get the best numbers on teams. Like in February, you can grab teams that are super live for the tournament at like 75 to 1 still. Oh, yeah. There's, there, everybody's watching football still. Once the Super Bowl wraps up, maybe they'll start sharpening up those futures. But, yeah. you know, books aren't that worried about it unless you're hitting the number really hard. So. So just keep that in mind if you're like, oh, like, what, what's the, what good is it that he, that he uh, you know, has numbers we can't get now? Just wait. They'll come back. They will. Uh, okay, so tonight, just so many games. The headline is the Champions, uh, Champions Classic games, which I feel like we do these two matchups every year, but that's just me. Uh, it's Kentucky-Duke, and it is Michigan State and Kansas. Do you have a play on either of those two games? I'll be honest, I don't. I'm going to have to defer to Greg there. I, yeah. I, I wanted to. I want to have something going in one of those big ones, but i got to stick to the numbers that I, that I have, and I'm sitting them out. I like what you do. Greg, do you have anything on either of these? Absolutely. We're seeing Kansas right <laughs> around a four-and-a-half-point favorite, which means we're taking the points with Michigan State. I was willing to take anything above a three in this spot because with Kansas, keep in mind, Jalen Wilson, top rebounder from last year, was able to put up 12 points per game. He is out due to a DUI suspension, so he's not going to be playing in this game. Kansas is also dealing with Jalen Coleman lands in his 55th year of eligibility. He's been a little bit banged up as well. I like the way that Max Christie is going to be coming into this Michigan State offense. I think another year under the system is going to be good for Joy Hauser. And we have seen a massive nosedive with this total. I'm seeing some now 140s on this total. I like that over. I was willing to take anything in the lower 140s. So even a 139.5 at Circus. So we are seeing this all over the place. I like this over, and I like the points here at Michigan State. All right. Anything with the uh, with the Duke and Kentucky game? Why, why I even bother asking if you have anything with it, Greg? I don't know. But what is your play on Duke-Kentucky? We actually wrote this up for the New York Post. I'm taking Kentucky on the money line. There are a lot of people are overreacting to the fact that they want going up against D2 Miles College, and they want up going 15 of 13 from three-point range for a D2 school. It was absolutely incredible. So while everyone else is just freaking out about it, I take a look at Kentucky. They're bringing Oscar Sheboy. I think that he's going to be able to dominate down low. I recognize that Mark Williams is coming back for Duke for Mark Williams. Final 10 games of the season, 13.6 rebounds, two blocks per game. But you take a look at this Kentucky bunch, and I think that it's absolutely intriguing that you finally have experience coming back. They bring back their top scorer for the first time in over a decade. That would actually be Davion Mintz, and I think that he's going to have a nice part with this offense as well. Ty Ty Washington, Severe Wheeler, they're going to do a good job of running the backcourt and for Duke. They've always had a little bit of a deficiency when it comes to three-point shooting. I think that Kentucky's size is going to cause for some problems. So I'm going to be taking Kentucky on the money line. And this is a total that I think it's a little bit too high. I would prefer 
I prefer it more in the mid 140s. So wind up taking it under as well. Parlay, you have a play. Yeah, I'm going to piggyback on Greg on that. I, I like Kentucky as well. Uh, both of these teams were bad last year, uh, especially by their standards. And I'm really concerned. I don't, I don't like to play a psychologist so early in the year, but I'm very curious to see how the Duke team handles it being Krzyzewski's last season. I don't think they're going to handle it well early in the year, especially against good competition. I like Kentucky. I'm with Greg. I already bet him outright. Okay. Jim, like what I you got? That, that, that three – it's yeah. starting to look interesting to me. So I, I, I may or may not end up adding the Wildcats. So where, where that line taking has moved three, to. Yeah, know. taking the plus three. So okay. I, I'm not, nothing official there, but I'm starting to look at it. What would be official, sir? Official today, I'm starting off. I'm sure this is going to warm Greg's heart, too. St. Thomas minus six. Or Faden Chicago State start the year. Yeah. Oh, man. St. Thomas coming up from Division Three. A team has not made that transition in quite a long time, but they're really well coached. They run a lot of complicated action offensively. That's not good for Chicago State, a team that hired a coach late in the offseason, probably not going to be ready for that kind of sophistication offensively. Chicago State sticking with the D1 status, huh? They are. Temporarily. We'll see. By the way, you bring up D3. Shout out, Yeshiva. Going to be great this year, D3. Get your D3 futures in. For a certain portion of the audience. (laughs) All right, okay. St. Thomas? I also have Cincinnati, minus 11.5 over Evansville. Uh, I, I just think Cincinnati got really underrated last year after their coach was fired for being abusive, and the team did not respond well to that. Uh, so I think they're a little undervalued. That's been bet way up. I think it opened around eight, uh, but I still like it. And then last, I have UC, well, not last. I have two more. Okay. UC Irvine plus six. Uh, this one opened a little lower, so I'm coming in against the market here. Uh, but I just think them and, and New Mexico State are both the favorites in their league. Six points is a little bit too many. Irvine, a great defensive team. I think they'll keep New Mexico State under wraps. Last, a fun one. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the extra board. So, right. You know, we're, we're going all about to the extra, the extra. board. Yeah. For, for a total, UMBC and UMass over 149, I believe, is the most recent number I saw. Uh, this is going to be a shootout. Uh, I don't think the number has totally encapsulated UMBC getting the new coach, bringing in Jim Ferry. And then UMass just loves to run, run, run. They're all guards. Uh, I think this is going to be a, a mega shootout. All right. So, St. Thomas, Cincinnati, UC Irvine, and then the over extra going extra on the UMBC, Maryland-Baltimore County, UMass over 149. You can tell I'm rusty because I didn't come with the rotation numbers ready. Yeah, see, that's the, that's, <laughs> we have to remember that for college basketball season. Yep. This is now people are going to spend the next 30 minutes trying to find these games. We'll do rotations next time. I'll be better. Come on, man. <laughs> I forgot, too. That's been the biggest complaint about this segment. Uh, Greg, what's your favorite bet on the board? Well, hey, if you want me to help you out for that UMass game, that is game number 301-020. It looks like 301-027, 307-028-ish. So you're looking at the middle of the extra board there. But we're looking at 301-029, 301-030 as you've got Oregon versus Texas Southern. Texas Southern is catching 20 and a half points. Keep in mind, Texas Southern, when Bull Bull was at – Oregon, they actually wound up going to Eugene. They won this game outright. They do wind up losing their top scorer in Michael Weathers, but I think that they've got a chance to be a very live dog here. 20 and a half points. That is just a couple too many. I'm in box up with Jim Root. Hashtag Operation Fade Chicago State. We are going to be laying the six here with St. Thomas. Began more on the five market. I'm seeing this pop to six and a half. Still like it at six and a half. If you wind up getting a seven, still like it at seven. So we are certainly all aboard that. All right. 
Jeff Parlay, you will have all these on the newsletter, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna add one in as well. Okay. Uh, the number kind of got away, but I still like it. I like Pitt laying ten and a half today against the Citadel. Citadel plays absolutely no defense. Should be a good spot for Cable to get his team ready to go with a high scoring win and covering ten and a half at home against Citadel today. All right. Uh, for those uh, who are questioning again, if you missed the tennis pick, Zinyu Wong this morning might have started already. I have to check. Um, if it hasn't, it's north of a two-dollar dog against our girl Emma Raducanu. Sorry, Emma. We apologize. We still love you, um, Jim. Let's do this often. The three-man weave crew. Let's Early do it weekly. Often. Yeah, got it started first day of the season. Keep it going. You're welcome in the studio anytime you want, by the way. Anytime. Thank you, Greg. Greg Peterson, host of the Greg Peterson Experience. Thank you, sir. Jeff Parlay. Thank you. Thank you as well. Jim Root uh, at 3MW underscore CBB. That's still the best place to find you guys? Absolutely. Rather than go through the individual one? Yeah. Yeah, that's the best. All right. Jeff will have it in the newsletter in case you missed any of those picks. Enjoy. Lombardi Line next from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.